Hey friends, you are listening to the Veggies Before Noon podcast. My name is Emily. I am the host of this podcast and today's episode is going to be short and sweet. We're going to be talking about composting and why you should compost, how to compost, what to compost, and it's going to get real sexy. Okay, so first things first, I'm not talking about how to compost for your own personal compost for putting into like your backyard or your garden, which is awesome if you can do that. I live in an apartment, so I just use a compost bin and then I empty it into my city's green bin, which is a designated bin that other people put their compost in and then the city takes it and they actually add it to a soil or like a biodegradable facility where they're going to turn it into organic matter. I think most people know this, but let's just go over the basics. So first off, when you are composting, the first thing you need is an area to put your food waste and to put the composting scraps that you're going to be putting in there. I like to use paper bags just because I find I accumulate them, whether it's a little mushroom bag that I'll reuse, a grocery bag, um, even like my takeout bags. So if you ever get like an Uber Eats or something and it comes in a brown paper bag, you can reuse that bag as a composting bag. Growing up, my parents actually had like one of those plastic containers that we would fill we would keep it under the sink and then we would empty it into our own green bin that we had as a household and then we'd put the green bin out onto the street along with our recycling and garbage and then when it was garbage day or pickup day they have an ability to like pick up the compost green bag put it into theirs and then you take it back so there are so many different ways to do it and I don't want this episode to feel complicated you'll need to just decide what's going to work best for you and what your city allows so if you have a city that offers compostable pickup then definitely use that um, like green bin is what we call it in Vancouver and so you can utilize that otherwise you may need to go drop it off somewhere which I understand might be so inconvenient and not a vibe if you have a backyard you can just plant it into your own backyard um, I would love to leave resources for that so I'll leave that in the show notes there's a lot of YouTube videos and just like simple articles that can help guide you on what to do it is quite easy I believe you're just adding a bit more organic matter as a base and then some water as well because composting does require water to help break down um, all of the organic matter. And essentially what's happening is because food breaks down, and I'm sure you know this, like you know when you're on a road trip and you're eating an apple or a fruit, like a banana peel or something you have left over, and you can throw it outside like into the woods or into the abyss, hopefully not on the road, that eventually, because it biodegrades, it'll break down into organic matter, which will go into the soil and helps with nutrients. Animals can also eat it. I mean, there's pros and cons to that. Of course, you don't want to be attracting wildlife into public areas. That's why it's really important not to leave your food waste out. But if you are in like the forest somewhere and you throw, you know, an apple or a banana peel that will just break down and essentially it's not wasteful. It's not going into a landfill where it accumulates waste through like bulking up the size of the landfill and then not being able to properly break down and do anything beneficial. So the beautiful thing about whole foods is that they have this like afterlife where once you're done with them, the remaining of them can just go back to the soil, replenish, and then of course like they keep growing. 
So I kind of want to just go back to the basics where we're talking about how to compost in our homes when we're not actually putting into the the ground ourselves, but we're going to be putting it out so someone else can pick it up. So this is really for like my apartment people out here, um, or if you're in a home where you aren't going to be putting into your own soil to create your own like fertilized soil and compost into the ground, but putting it out for the city to come pick it up, like your municipality. So um, there are bins you can buy. You can get them from hardware stores. I believe places like London Drugs, Save on Foods, Safeway offers this. Places like Amazon offers it. Um, There's a whole array of places you can go. You can simply just Google it, figure out where the nearest place is you can get a compostable bin. And that will honestly just usually be like a small plastic container, very basic. There are more... um, like efficient ones where they will actually start to break down the food themselves some of them will heat up because you also need heat to compost and to get the biodegrading um i guess like process uh stimulated so i just use a paper bag like i said it works the best for me my roommate and i like keeping it in the freezer I know a lot of people don't have a ton of room in their freezer sometimes so that's where maybe like a plastic bin would be beneficial And then just getting into the habit of going to empty it every three to five days, I find, depending how much you're using it, uh, because it will kind of smell. They're usually a lid that comes with the the bin, which is amazing. So obviously, like, you know, put the lid over top of it. But for the most part, it should be good. And you can, yeah, empty it three to five days, I'd say. And for us like keeping in the freezer that really just like bites the smell there's literally no smell um and then even sometimes when things are like wet going in there it hardens so there's no mess i definitely find that before when i was using the plastic container when i was living at home there would be this like kind of disgusting after smell and i'm being a bit dramatic it's not that disgusting but it's just more like based on your sensitivity to this like some people don't like dealing with that kind of stuff so to them it might be really gross and over the top so i would recommend like just doing it the freezer way and if you don't mind just like rinsing out your bin after which is so easy and i'm sure all of us have dealt with grosser things then that's also such a good option because it just takes up less space in your freezer and it's just your it's just food scraps that are in there essentially so moving on from that um I kind of want to maybe even just explain first of all like why should we compost like what is the benefit of composting so there's a couple of different reasons why you might want to compost. First of all, you care about the environment, the planet. You want to do your part to help reduce emissions. Um, organic matter does give off things like methane and CO2. So those are greenhouse gas emissions that essentially make our planet warmer. And when they go into the landfill, they start to exude those emissions as they're breaking down. And they kind of get trapped and they don't do anything else while they're in the landfill because... And organic matter can't really like break down and do anything if it's in a bunch of like different garbages and plastics and containers. And the landfill essentially is just like a place where you can't get any renewable source or energy from it. It's it's kind of like it's like a wasteland, really. Um, and that's why recycling is so amazing when we do have the option because then that item can be broken down and like rebirthed and can be reused into another product into another thing that can be generated as a 
and when we're in the landfill, it's just there forever. And some places will, uh, you know, like burn the landfills or whatever to make space and to get rid of it all. But that's also can be very toxic and in some places don't have those abilities. Okay, so um, number one, you care about the environment and just like you want to do your part. And then amazing part about that is that you're actually helping to reduce the size of the landfill. And I think a lot of us have been told and are aware that the landfill takes up space, obviously, like that stuff has to go somewhere. It takes some sort of space on this planet. So the less of the landfill and thinking about all the people that we share this world with, it makes sense why we would try to reduce that as much as we can and put those nutrients that are so beneficial back into the ground. In Metro Vancouver, they found that 40% of what we throw into the garbage is actually compostable and should be going to the green bin. So when compostable and organic matters end up in the garbage and then obviously into the landfill, they create methane, which is a powerful greenhouse gas. And the methane is actually 25 times more damaging to the environment than carbon dioxide. So that's also like a great way to kind of help reduce your greenhouse gas emissions and just feel better about what you're doing with your food scraps because we all create them when we're cooking and when we're in the kitchen, even things like hair from your hairbrush, um, paper napkins that can be compostable, you know, when you read that or on a straw, those things will break down in organic matter. So the enzymes and I guess, how do I explain this? Like the enzymes in the fruit break down naturally and so when they're mixed with other things that can that can biodegrade that can break down like uh paper straws and stuff like that then the activation from the other organic matter helps them break down so if you do have things in your household that say like compostable put that in the compost as well i can just go through a bit of a list of what can go into the compost as well just to kind of give us like a good idea so fruits and vegetables, obviously, I'm talking like down to the pit of an avocado, the top of a strawberry, um, the little scraps of like onion and little things when you're cooking up like stir fries or whatever, essentially anything that you're cutting or like not using from a fruit or vegetable can go into the compost and just make sure that you're taking off the sticker that comes on the fruit or vegetable. So if you're cutting up like a red bell pepper, taking off that sticker, same with the banana peel, same with a kiwi, an apple, avocado, all the little things that have stickers. There are certain stickers that are compostable, or I should say like that biodegrade, which is so cool. You don't have to worry about it if it's that, but most often the stickers are coated with a plastic lining and the little sticky part doesn't break down because it's like a form of like a glue. So you can't actually leave the sticker on there. Um, that does kind of like ruin the whole like natural biodegrade process and keeping out of the landfill. So please just make sure go that extra little step and take off the wrapper or sorry, the sticker first. Eggshells can go in the compost, which is amazing. Coffee grounds and coffee filters can go into the compost. Um, there is a lot of mixed controversy about tea bags because tea bags are actually made with a plastic as well, which is really unfortunate. So just read the label or the tea bag box. If it says compostable and biodegradable, you should support those ones and purchase them. And if you aren't, then just don't put your tea bag in the compost. 
things like nutshells can go in the compost, cardboard, uh, paper, yard trimming. So if you have like a plant that's, you know, dying off, unfortunately, or you've cut off some of their leaves, put them in the compost, even like old flowers that are now dead, put them in the compost. Hay and straw can go in the compost if you guys have any hay and straw. Um, things even like, you know, leaves, sawdust, wood chips, cotton and wool things. So um, anything that's like 100% cotton or 100% wool, any, you know, natural fiber can go into the compost. And then like I said, hair can go in there. Same with your pet's hair. So like their fur, after you brush them, it can go in the compost. It doesn't have to go into the garbage. Um, and... It also says here that fireplace ashes can go in the compost. I don't know, like that could be a lot of work, but you technically could put the ashes in the compost. It's good not to put your pet's waste though in the compost. Uh, that's one note here that I just wanted to say because it can kind of like attract a lot of like rodents and flies and be toxic. So I would just, you know, like safety concerns, like other people are handling this stuff. So I would just keep that just to kind of like make sure no one's getting a disease or getting into anything that they don't really want to come across with. Um, other things that can go in the composting bin is bread, pasta, any kind of grains, um, dairy products can go in there. Um, any kind of like meat or fish, shells and bones can go in there. Like noodles and rice and beans can go in the compost. Any kind of like leftover things in your on your plate can go in the compost so instead of rinsing it into the sink you can just put it into the compost old pumpkins can go in the compost i know i talked about that on halloween but that's a big one that i think a lot of us forget about so here's your little friendly reminder um you know like dressings and sauces can go in the compost composting i think is a habit so as you're starting out and maybe you haven't fully began to remember like oh that can go in the compost you might sometimes put it in the garbage sometimes when you're remembering put it in the compost so just play around with it keep going with it you're gonna do amazing things um I believe in you and your composting ability and one more thing that I just wanted to say um that I was just googling right now because I felt like I wasn't really properly explaining the whole like breaking down the landfill versus composting organic matter environment i wasn't probably explaining it super clear um so organic matter in the landfill decomposes anaerobically so that means that it has no access to oxygen and when food breaks down without oxygen it does pr produce greenhouse gases which is primarily methane in this situation um, and then that escapes the landfill and accumulates into the atmosphere which helps to contribute to global warming and they are saying that landfills are the third largest emitter of human-related methane gas in the United States. So the study is obviously done in the United States. But that is quite an interesting statistic to think about. And composting, on the other hand, when you're in like an organic matter environment, that's just mimicking nature's method of decomposition and how we kind of like go through that regenerative life cycle like I was talking about before. So this allows organic matter to break down aerobically which is with oxygen 
And then that type of composting really helps to reduce our waste and from, you know, taking that amount of waste out of the landfill. And then it also cuts down on greenhouse gas emissions. So you're kind of killing two birds with one stone here. Um, It also helps us have more nutrients in the soil. So that's why, like, if you are living in a home where you would like to plant it into the soil yourself, that's so cool. I think you should do that. And I will put a couple of resources in the show notes. So if that's you, you can go ahead and listen to that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions or comments or I don't know, anything else you want me to talk about or know about composting, um, you can just find me on Instagram at veggiesbeforenoon. And I look forward to chatting to you guys next time. Bye.